You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler, Halen Miller-Keys, and Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a sweet, sensual episode of Help! We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Why is it sensual, you may ask? <laughs> Well, it's because we're going to talk in a sweet, low, sexy voice no. like this the entire episode. So buckle up. You're not even doing it right. Get that lube ready. <laughs> Dean. That's disgusting. We're going we just deep. lost. We ju- Dean. We're going deep and you want to make sure you're properly lubricated. It's, it's, a proverbial, okay. it's a proverbial lube, you guys. It's a mental lube. Lube your brains for the deepness we're about to t- un- uncover and, and go towards. I hate this so much. What are we doing today, Kaylin? Today, we are having a fun little game called Would You Rather. Oh, I love Would You Rather. Put a finger down if you've talked about lube on a podcast that's rated PG. Well, oh, that's not crap. Would You Rather. Oh, yeah. You're, that's um, you're right, Never you're Have right. I Ever. <laughs> never Have I Ever. All right. I have established I'm not smarter than a fifth grader. That's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Would hey. You Rather. We've never. Have you guys ever done this on the podcast before? I'm sure we have at some sure point in our lives. To some extent, yeah. In some yeah. at some point in this four five years, good God, how? That's all I need to know. Uh, <laughs> would you rather? All right, yeah. Would you rather? Obviously, we all know the name of this game here. Would you rather do one thing <laughs> over the other? So uh, we'll we'll do this a little rapid fire. Go through these. Answer a couple emails. Here we go. Would you rather, Dean and Kaylin? Are uh, argue all night to resolve a conflict or end the argument unresolved before bed? End the argument unresolved before bed. I like to. What, what's the first one? Um, what? Would you rather argue all night to resolve an issue or just go to bed with the argument? Yeah, go to unresolved? bed. Go to bed. Go to I bed. need to. I need to think. I can't. I'm not like an in the moment argue arguer. Kayla needs to go to bed. Uh, wake up, eat breakfast, have a cup of tea, and then we can continue the argument. I'm not arguing with Kaylin on an empty stomach and while she's tired because no matter what, yeah. I'm losing that argument. True. I'm glad you learned. 
Jared, what's yours? Yeah, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley's always like, you can't go to bed mad. And I'm like, but listen, we're going to wake up with cooler heads and everything's going to be fine. So I agree. Go to bed. Don't resolve it. It'll resolve itself in the morning. Uh, hopefully. All right. If not, you break up. Would you rather be embarrassed in front of your in-laws or be embarrassed uh, in front of your partner's boss? Oh, that's a Who weird one. Are you my partner's boss? Who, like, who's my partner's boss? Easton? Yeah, I'll take that then. Sugar, Sugarman. <laughs> Sugarman. Well, I Ooh. mean, Sugarman and all of us have a funny relationship where we all embarrass ourselves in front of each other all the time. So I'll take Fair that point. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do feel like you've been embarrassed in front of my grandparents. Dean is like, you know, I embarrass myself. The running joke that he's a he's a golden retriever. You know, he kind of just bounces back from anything. Even you know the the crazy things he said to my yeah crazy things he said to my grandparents. He nothing really affects him. I I remember we've talked about this on the podcast before, but talking about not knowing if I'm gay because I've never kissed a guy, (laughs) or no, because I've never. Given Felicia to a male in front of her (laughs) eighty-two-year-old former FBI grandfather, and he still likes me. I think. I think he still likes me despite all that. So that's good. He loves you a lot. He loves you like a son. I love him like a like a grandpa. So what about you guys? Um, (laughs) No, I would rather be embarrassed in front of my in-laws just because I'm so comfortable with Ashley's parents that. I I feel like they have a pretty good idea of who I am. Uh, Would you rather? Be in a relationship with someone who never says "I love you," or be in a relationship with someone who never hugs you. These are both terrible options. I think hug. I'd rather be in a relationship with someone that says "I never, I, I don't love you," or not. That's not how much says you need a hug. You, but never. How do you know if I they love, love you? you by just hugging you? That's not the very hug. loving. The hug says all I need to know. I've he doesn't hugs. even like the words I love you, so that makes it's sense. Further, it's a would you rather, by the way. I'm not saying don't say you love me. I'm just choosing between the two options. That's the headline. You got it. <laughs> I've given hugs to many people who I don't love. So, yeah. You've also probably said I love you to people that you don't hug. Wait, that doesn't make sense. But you've that also said I sense. love you to people that you no longer love. So love if can I've, be fleeting. I've definitely hugged every single person that I said I love you to. There's no way. No way that I have ever said I love you to someone and never hugged them. Having said that, there's definitely people that I have hugged and never said I love you. So I find that I love you is more important. Two questions for you. Have you ever hugged Tom Brady? And have you ever hugged Tom Cruise? And I I have not. And I probably have told them in my blackout stage of meeting them that I love you. There you go. So you just proved yourself wrong. But I love them. But and you haven't hugged them. You said you've never told someone you love them and not hugged them. But that's my point. I would rather tell or hear someone say I love you than either receive or give a hug. Mm, okay. Okay. Agree to disagree on that one. Next one. Would you rather have your forever home in a tiny town or a big city? I vote tiny I mean, town. Yeah. Do I even need to answer this? Rhode Island boy? I wouldn't mind a dream home in Los Angeles. That's a big city, but I think my I would lean tiny town as well. Would you rather tiny have a partner town, who, tiny town, tiny Tim in a tiny town? Would you rather have a partner who never has time to spend with you or a partner who's clingy and never leaves you alone? <laughs> Answer carefully. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. What do you guys think? That's so hard. Would you rather have a partner who never has to spend time with you or a partner who's going to, oh, oh, sh- <laughs> That's tough. I'd probably lean towards spending um, 
a partner who never has to spend time with you. That's kind of uh, as bad towards. that says, because it's just like I need, you know, I'm just I'm I'm an independent person a lot of times, and there are yeah. times where I just need to like shut off the world and just and that like literally like so like when Dawson goes to bed, sometimes I'm like I'm just gonna, you know, mm -hmm. Ashley, you just sit on your side of the couch, I'll sit on mine. It's not like we're not loving each other, but just we need to like decompress by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Same with you, Kaylin. Yeah. That hurts. That really stings. <laughs> a clingy person who never leaves you alone sounds like a divorce waiting to happen. Yeah. What do you think, Golden Retriever? I think uh, <laughs> of the two options, the only thing you can control is yourself. So I would also rather be left alone. Unless, like Kaylin, if you were as much of an idiot as I am and you wanted to skydive and climb a bunch of mountains... I actually, it's so hard to say. I don't know. I think I agree with you guys. I would rather be with someone that never wants to be. Never wants with to me. spend time with you. <laughs> yeah, just neither option really sounds good. Would you rather have a partner with bad breath or body odor? And Kaylin, uh, we all know you have both. Your partner has bo your partner has both. I guess. I was like, damn, bro, calling her out. Body odor. Oh, really? A thousand. Percent. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, if I'm being honest, that's what I live with, and I'm fine with it. You're not. <laughs> You're not fine with it. <laughs> I I rarely get offended by anything anyone ever says to me. I was offended like a month ago when you told me I had to shower before I came to bed. Because I couldn't cuddle you. I feel like we even talked about it on the podcast. We did. I go into the nook of your armpit. I didn't want my hair to smell bad. It's a stinky place to be. Yeah. It's it's more it's more hurtful to say that I have body odor than I have bad breath, but I could see where you're coming. No from. way! It's because you don't have bad breath. But if you did have bad breath, and Kaylin mm. said, "Hey, I need you to brush your teeth before you come to bed," you would be way more offended. Yeah, yep. that's fair. It's also just uh, the, the the logic for me is it's way easier to brush my teeth than it is to jump in the shower. <laughs> it's twenty seconds versus. So what's 10 your minutes. answer? Body odor. Yeah. A hundred percent, because here's mm -hmm. the, here's the logistics of it. You know, in a relationship, you're, you're probably being pretty intimate with that person, you know, three, four times a week, but you're kissing them. I don't know, 20 times a day. So would you rather have to deal with bad breath 20 times a day or bad body odor for like three or four times a week? You know what I mean? True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected, and another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him 
and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-Q for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This is a good one. Would you rather receive a thoughtful gift or an expensive gift from your partner? Partner? Partner. Thoughtful for sure. My brain is broked. <laughs> broked. <laughs> Uh, thoughtful. Yeah. I think we could all agree thoughtful is definitely the way to go. That's easy. Well, uh, expensive. No. How expensive are we talking? You wanted a new camera, so that's the only yeah, reason you're leaning towards exactly expensive. What I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like, is a camera an expensive gift or a thoughtful gift? Because it's it's so- expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. It's more expensive than it is thoughtful, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But no, Jared makes a good point. It is a thoughtful, expensive gift. So yeah, I'll just take both. Why not? Like, um, <laughs> sure, I would love a signed Tom Brady jersey that is in this beautiful frame that's probably like $4,000. But is that a thoughtful gift or is that an expensive gift? Expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. expensive. So maybe I do would want you, an expensive gift. Never mind. Would you rather make your partner happy with a white lie or tell the blunt truth and hurt their feelings? White lie. White lie. Blunt truth. Oh. You're going to lie. It depends on the Caleb? context. Yeah, it totally depends on the context. If it's going to hurt your feelings, if you want me to say, 
Hey, you smell great. I'll come cuddle you. To spare your feelings, then sure. Oh, I guess, yeah, you're right. I'm kind of agreeing with <laughs> the opposite of what I want to be agreeing with. We're also <laughs> operating under the presumption that a white law has nothing to do with like infidelity or anything crazy. Yeah, no, yeah. a small white lie, like you smell great. Exactly. So a white lie, 100% tell the white lie. I always say this because people just don't know timing. Like if, for mm. example, one time, I'll never forget this. We were, this was during COVID. We we're at Ashley's parents' house. Her mom worked like six hours in the kitchen because she was trying to replicate Bubby's meatballs, which is Ashley's grandmother. Uh, and she made this great meatball recipe. Audrey was trying to make it. She spent like six hours in the kitchen. We all sit down to eat. Ashley takes a bite. And she goes, hmm, it's not that good. And I was like mortified because I'm like, do you know how hard your mom just ate, made, like worked to make this for you? And so like in that moment, I was like, she was like, what do you want? She, and then Ashley was like, well, if I say it's good, she'll make it again and never know. And I'm like, no, 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 no. All you have to do is sit down and be like, oh, Audrey, this is great. It's really good. You did a good job. Like, is it as good as Bubby's? Maybe not. But like, sure. Does it taste all that good? Probably not. But eat the meal. It's fine. And then afterwards, when she's like, I'm going to try to make the meatballs again, be like, listen, the last time it wasn't that good. Not don't like do it days afterwards, not directly after she put her sweat tears and most likely blood in that pasta so we could sit down and have a nice warm meal together so anyway. jared tells a white lie confirmed would you rather have no sex for the rest of your life or no meaningful conversations for the rest of your life another yeah, awful i don't one. feel like i have meaningful conversations right now so <laughs> so drop them <laughs> yeah so not a part of my stick life with the sex <laughs> Kaylin. um I don't know. This one sucks. Mm. You answer first. Uh, I would take no meaningful conversations. Yeah, me too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. Good, an good answer. Would you rather know everything your loved ones have ever said about you or say every single th one of your thoughts out loud? Interesting. I already kind of do say every single one of my thoughts out loud, but I definitely have a filter for the really bad ones. Yeah, I was about to say, there's <laughs> yeah. no way. <laughs> you demented human being. There is no way all your thoughts are out there in the universe because I know my thoughts are not. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely rather know everybody's thoughts about me. Yeah. I'm so sensitive, so I don't want to say that, but hmm. with cancel culture, you know, one bad thought and you're done. Oh my gosh, I have so many bad thoughts too where I would get canceled in a in a snap of a finger. But everyone does. Think of the listeners out there. Think of your worst thoughts. Oh yeah. You'll have them. It's not even that I ever want to say these things or I believe these things, but there are just certain things that cross my mind. Oh yeah. I'm like, what is the worst thing I could possibly think of right now? Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like if I said that, oh my god. And then you think you're, you like think something bad and then you're like, wow, I am a horrible person for even all, that, <laughs> all the time. So I think we'd all go with the first one. Dude, whenever yeah. Ashley's like, oh, you're Jared, like, you're so nice. And I'm like, Ashley, you don't know. If only you things. knew. If you only knew. Because sometimes I'll test it out on her and be like, oh, you know what's kind of funny? And she'll be like, why would you ever think that? And I'm like, you've never thought of this or anything close to it? Am I that mm. of a wacko? 
Or are you just that innocent? Because I can't tell because Ashley's pretty innocent too. There is a, I read this book about being a psychopath and, it, and halfway through the book, it's like, and if you've gotten this far and you're starting to think about whether or not you're a psychopath, that means that you're not because you have self-awareness. So at Sweet. least we have these bad thoughts, but we are self-aware about how bad they are. I think that says something. Hmm. Love it. And I don't think anyone is absolved from having bad thoughts. I was talking to a friend recently about intrusive thoughts, which I think this is kind of in line with what we're talking about. And she's like, my intrusive thoughts scare me sometimes. And it's not necessarily that like, I'm thinking about hurting myself. She said she was talking to a doctor and doctor said, the reasons that we have intrusive thoughts are because like, you know, back in caveman times or like times before movies, we couldn't conceptualize like you're standing at the edge of the cliff, what Mm -hmm. would happen? So it's like your mind telling you don't do that. Yeah. Interesting. There's a term for it. It's called the call of the void. Yeah, that's what she said. Yep. Yeah, I have it all the time. I was just talking to someone about this the other day too because I'm like so many times when I'm standing on a cliff, I just want to... It's not that I want to jump off and, and and die. I just want to know what would happen. Like what what would the experience be like? Or like you're driving down the road on the interstate. What would it, what would happen if I just cranked the wheel to the left as hard as I possibly could? Or if I'm on a chairlift, what would happen if I just leaned forward and fell off this thing? I'm not suicidal by any stretch of the imagination. I just uh, I, I go through like the mental gymnastics to know what would it would what would it be yeah. like? I think everybody does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the call of the void, also the call known of the as void. a high place phenomenon, is also a, a, a second uh, phrase for that. But all right, one more. Would you rather? Would you rather your parents didn't like your partner or your friends didn't like your partner? Oh, it's easy. My parents. I think parents do. I spend more time with my our friends than we do my parents. But let's be honest, your friends already don't like me. So. Oh my god, my friends love you more than me. Oh, oh, that's not good. Oh, wait, no, why do you think your <laughs> friends don't like you? I was just being facetious. They love oh. me. I bet they didn't like you at first. <laughs> well, Ashley's friends didn't like me at first when we started dating. Really? Oh, of course. We were friends for how long and she wanted to be with me. And then all of a sudden we start dating. She was, they were all very cautious. Rightfully so. Mm. That's a challenge. That's definitely a hurdle to overcome for you guys, I feel like. But he came back. So I feel like he proved himself pretty quickly. But also your closest friends knew me before you met them. So it's a little different. Right, right. Well, my LA friends. Yeah, I yeah. met my LA friends through Dean. So it's different. So they probably but did my North me. Carolina friends. I was right. at my North Carolina friend's house when I slid into your DMs the first time. So oh. they always knew we had a thing for you. Well, that's good to know. I did not know that story. So that's a fun little tidbit. <laughs> uh, yeah, my parents. Well, it's tough because like my mom in heaven, I don't want her to dislike Kaylin, but like mm. it's not really going to affect me on a day to day basis. You know, if my friends didn't like you, it would affect me a lot more locally. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected, and another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs 
first was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, well, let's answer an email before we end this podcast. Um, This is from Anonymous. I had a moment of weakness and went through my boyfriend's phone. I found a group chat with him and his friends, and they were speaking very poorly of me. Damn. I know. His friends were telling him he can do so much better while his friends sound like dicks. 
can do better than me and I'm not fun to be around. My boyfriend wasn't defending me, was actually contributing to the conversation and agreeing with them. Is this ever acceptable to do to your partner? We may have been in a fight when these texts were sent. I'm not 100% sure, but maybe they could be the reason he was being mean. Should I forgive him? I still need to approach him about this and don't know how he'll react. I mean, my assumption is that you'll bring it up to him and then he's going to vent about all these things that he hasn't vented about before. And I'm not sure if the relationship is going to make it. That would be my assumption as pessimistic and negative as that is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since he broke the trust by going through his phone. I think mm. that's like something you should never do. Um, and you have to start it off with that, breaking his trust. And then he's saying these negative things. It just doesn't seem like a healthy relationship. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, group chats can get kind of out of hand. Jared, I'm sure you know with your guy friends and Kaylin probably with your girlfriends too. Dude. So you're saying your friends talk crap about me? Well, that's what no. I, I was going to I was going <laughs> to get to that point. We say a lot of weird, stupid, Dude, unnecessary the things stuff. things that have been said in guy group chats before. Yeah. It's just like it's I always think about if like we ever have to turn our phone over to the FBI oh, yeah. and then like in the court of law, <laughs> these text messages are read out loud. I'm like, yeah, I didn't say it, but I was, I might've like ha ha it, you know, just right. a ha ha. There's always a few friends that take it a step further than it needs to be. But what I was going to say was despite all like the def despicable stuff that gets said in those group chats, at least in my group chats, no one's ever like talking crap about their partner or someone else in that group chats partner. So it is like definitely an escalation for this guy to be contributing to the crap talk about his girlfriend. I would freaking dump the dump the heck out of him. Like yeah. if I, yeah. if Kaylin found my phone and I was at a group chat with my friends and I was talking crap about Kaylin and she didn't dump me, I would be I I would be so confused because that's definitely something you should dump someone over. I think. Yeah, definitely. Your partner is supposed to be standing up for you and be like your number one cheerleader. Yeah. If he's not doing that, then then get rid of him. Drop. I would agree. Man. Uh, all right. Next one. I'll read this one from Anonymous as well. My boyfriend and I have been together for a while. It's a good relationship and I love him. But things could be so much better if he took care of himself. For context, my boyfriend struggles with mild depression. I try to help him as best I can, but it can be very draining being his only support system. He has the resources to go to therapy and get antidepressants, but he refuses. He says therapy is stupid and he doesn't want to get on medication because it numbs your emotions. If he doesn't want to do therapy or take medication, I can't change that. But I don't know if I can handle being his sole support system forever. Is it worth staying in a relationship that feels so draining? I know this isn't his fault, and I feel so awful for having these feelings. If you have any advice, please let me know. Uh, well, I will like, go first on this one because you guys went first last time. I think not taking antidepressants is not inherently a bad thing. I would do... I would take medication as like a very, very last resort for most things. But therapy is very, very beneficial and very helpful. And the fact that he's so anti that is the biggest concern in my opinion. Um, if someone has a problem and they're, it, it's not like, it's not his, there was, some, I heard something the other day that I really liked. It's like, it's not your problem, but it's your responsibility, you know? So or it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility, I think is kind of the the gist of what it was saying. So like depression, you know, it could be genetic. It could be uh, a lot of things going on that could that could lend to that. But like it's your responsibility to be to knock yourself out of your own depression, whether that be through therapy or whatever it might be. So 
I think that's uh, that it's definitely makes a lot of sense to want to get out of a relationship where you feel like you're taking care of someone emotionally like that. Yeah, I'd say have a conversation with them and tell them, you know, it's not necessarily fair for you. If you're not going to help yourself, then there's not much more I can do. I think it's important to have that conversation. And then if he doesn't want to go to therapy after that, then I think it's fair to leave. And I, I don't think necessarily like pushing medication on someone is the right answer because medication has so many side effects and can do so many things to you. But yeah, like Dean said, if, if he doesn't want to go to therapy, then he's, yeah, there's not much else you can do. I agree with Kaylin in terms of just tell them, like, if you don't want to break up with them, tell them that's exactly where your thought process is. I don't want this relationship to fail. I want it to continue. But unless you can work on yourself mm -hmm. and help yourself so we're in a better place, you're in a better place and you're happy, then I don't know if we can survive this. And then after that, if nothing changes, then of course, you know, you're going to have to do what you have to do. If I'm like, if I'm a hundred pounds overweight and I hate my body and I identify it as a problem, but I still continue to do the same things that make me gain weight, like that's obviously an issue. And the mental, mental, I guess, well-being is, is very similar to that, where it's like, if you identify a problem and you choose to do nothing about it, you're basically saying like, this is a problem I'm going to live with for the rest of my life. So I, I don't know. I, I think that's grounds for a serious conversation. And if that serious conversation doesn't improve anything, then you have to start kind of considering other options like breaking up with them. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Of oh, yeah, that's we it. Suck at being Pep up, Dean. Don't use that voice. I'm being sweet and sensual and lubricated. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> yeah, we started yeah. off on a bad note. I don't think those three words really should be in the same sentence. Sweet. <laughs> Do you want to be smart, sensual, lubricated? Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help We Suck at Being Newly Weds. Kaylin, I just, I hope so much that this weekend is the best weekend of your life. I hope that Taylor Swift Aww. pulls you up on stage, sings yeah. you a ballad, lets you sing 22 <laughs> on stage with her. And then you guys walk off and she, you guys just hit it off. And she uh, is so in love with you. And you on the spot invited to your bachelorette party. She cancels the next four days of touring, comes <laughs> yep. to the bachelorette with you. And you guys just have, ride off into the sunset together. Not like romantically, yeah. but just as best friends. Just as best friends. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for manifesting that. Taylor's yeah. a big uh, Help We Suck Being New Lids fan. So, you know, yes. she, she'll be listening to this. Yes. Do you think Taylor Swift is the most famous person in the world? Hmm. That's a great. Her and Beyonce got to be up there. She's got to be top ten. She's easily top ten. I would say it's got to be Taylor Swift. I mean, honestly, Kim Kardashian's up there. No, not over Beyonce. Kim's up there. I would say Kim's above Beyonce. What? Yeah, I would say Messi and Ronaldo and maybe of ne Neymar are up there. Some, I don't know maybe, who Neymar is, so he can't be that famous. Okay, gotcha. And some maybe politicians, <laughs> but we can discredit the polit or discount the politicians because they're, I wouldn't say famous is the right word for a politician, but. Yeah. You know, listen, Cruz is such an international rock star that, you know, he's probably the most famous, he might be the most famous actor. Mm. It says Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson's probably up there too. Dwayne Johnson, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Rihanna. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know if... I mean, Rihanna's huge, obviously. I got Musk, Ronaldo, Messi, Zuckerberg, Dwayne, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is probably up there as well. But yeah, that's awesome that you and the 
eighth most famous person in the world are going to be best friends after this weekend. I can't wait, can't wait. to hear all the stories. <laughs> It'd be fun. It would be pretty fun. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it. We're going to stop taking up so much of your time. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Please leave us a five-star review. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait till we get to talk to your listening holes next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help. We suck at being newlyweds and email us at newlyweds at iHeartRadio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.